everybody, and welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor. I'm going to be your dungeon master and your guide to the hidings that's going to happen this week. We pick back up on the Tales of the Blood Moon story. Tonight, I'm joined by Devin and Sonny. Why don't you guys tell me a bit about who you're playing and what happened last week, and then we'll get right into the shenanigans. All right. What's up? It's your boy, Devin. I'm playing Rhubarb, the Kate Sith. Uh, so he is a humanoid cat-like creature. Well, you know, just like a bipedal cat, basically. Um, and we were hired to do a job of escorting some people to a ship. And then we were so rudely judas by a snake, which is, you know, kind of on the <laughs> nose, but... Um, yeah, he got away, which I was not stoked about, so I really didn't want that to happen, but he is, he got away, um, after I confronted him. And now we are in the port town of Jacksonburg, and we just put a sick man on the boat, and now we are trying to hide from that group of hunters before, uh, our ship departs. And I'm Sunny, and I am playing Emmy, who's a Tengu boy. And honestly, I feel like you recapped the whole story pretty well. So all I can say is I'm a little too happy for this, for uh, what's going on right now. I feel like that optimism's just carrying through. Which is a good thing. You had, your friend was like sick or something. Well, he got, like you said, he got judas and if you think yeah. about it, well, I he wasn't was a, there for that part. I was chasing, so. But you know, he was a priest, right? So you might say that he's been Judas priested. He's a Judas priest. Something, like, yeah. If only I named. If only I named that NPC who didn't give you his name, Rod Halpert or Halpert or whatever <laughs> the singer's name is. Yeah. <laughs> There's some way to retroactively do that. We pick back up, you guys head out of the large, luxurious ship that you will be boarding this evening, you step down the wooden plank, and you are let back out into the chaos that is outside of the ports leading towards the boardwalk. Um, you guys know that you need to keep your the remainder of your companions safe for the next couple of hours until you can board the boat. Uh, a good portion of them are hanging out still outside of the... Well, sorry. Not a good portion of them. All of them are hanging out outside of the boat waiting for you to return. Uh, what do you guys do? We, like, just exited out of the ship, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you, like I said, you guys just exited out of the ship. You head down the docks again, and you are back right outside of the gates to the docks uh, with your companions, who you are protecting. Well, first thing I'm going to do is scan the crowd to see if I can see any, see the Naga or any of the other 
uh, hunters that were on the caravan he got on. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead and make me a sense check. So, blackjack, actually. Oh, tight. So, uh, you take a moment while you still have the height advantage, like you're exiting the ship and walking back down, uh, and you look about the crowd, you scan, you see your companions all eagerly awaiting your arrival, uh, you see the crowd is very, very full, you do not see any of the hunters, you do not see the naga either. Okay. So... I'm going to be like, uh, the coast looks pretty clear here. We should f- try and find a spot to hide around here so we're close to the ship. Well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Why don't, why don't you, what, what do you think is a good place to hide? I'm going to look for verticality. Verticality? Okay. Yes, if there's any. So, um, a lot of the tall vertical buildings are either on the hill that lead back up to the, the main plateaued part of town or okay. are on the plateaued part of town itself. Which would be like the closest one? The closest, uh, most vertical place you could yeah. go. You're thinking based on what you were, what you were seeing when you guys had, right. uh, headed down mm-hmm. here. Uh, there is a large, uh, there's like a large, tall gentleman's club. Uh, hell yeah. There is a large open adventurer's guild. Uh, it's a very large, tall building. Um, and then, uh, Tor, Tortisa's is a large wooden, uh, restaurant and bar with a huge hearth coming off the back of it. Like a huge fireplace. Hmm. So there are some options. Okay, well, first, yeah, first we have to find out what the cover is at the Gentleman's Club. Because we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> and there's like nine of us. Yeah, there's, there's so. a lot of people you're trying to get in here. <laughs> I mean, that's a good uh, start there. It might, I mean, for all we know, do, do the hunters have a good reputation in town? Maybe they don't. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know. Let's maybe because maybe we don't need to hide hide you know maybe people just you know maybe other people have been scorned by them or whatever maybe they're down to just yeah. tell us a nice place to not be on their radar. Looking looking a ways away, you see a large uh, building with a sloped roof, and the back half of it is made out of glass with, like, bended metal uh, in between the panes of it. Uh, it seems to be some sort of theater. From the looks of it. Like a live, like, like live a live show theater. theater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't want to hide in a giant glass wall building. I feel like maybe our best bet is the, the bar, the tavern and bar. I mean, so the thing, uh, maybe not though. See, see people can walk in the bar. Yeah. I know that you don't want to go to the theater because it's a big glass, but you know, yeah. once you, once you're in, you're in. There's not, there's usually not people entering during a show. So we can get a couple hours. If something's showing, we could get a couple of hours of just the people in the room, you know? That's true. All right. Let's see what's, let's check the theater schedule and see what the cover charge is for the club. Oh, you know, I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Let's head over to the theater. Yeah. That's our plan. You guys start heading Boom. back up. Um, so the theater is kind of like built into the hill almost. It's a little bit odd. Uh, so you walk up this craggy path and you don't understand how a lot of people can filter in and out of this place in a quick manner. Um, 
you don't understand how it would even be able to house crowds. You get to the front, uh, double oh. doors, wooden doors, and you see a uh, schedule posted on there. Um, the next showing isn't for a couple of days. So this place Shoot. is kind of abandoned at the moment. Hmm. Well, dang. Could possibly work. Oh, the door's locked. I'm going to try the door. Uh, make me a luck check. Let's see if the doors are locked. <laughs> yeah, hard fail. Ah, those <laughs> doors seem to be locked. <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> probably shouldn't do any B&E right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. All right, let's check out the club. So you head over to the gentleman's club. The cover is 20 crimsons ahead. What is how what does that translate to leaders or le- uh to litra? Leaders. Uh that would be it would co- it would come to 3 crescents which would leave you 47 crescents left over from 1 litra. Okay, so yeah, this is a good this is a good plant. Wait, is there a buffet? Uh, yeah, there's definitely. Oh, hey, okay. All right, let's go. We're hiding out in here. Everybody eat up. I'll give him his three crescents. So yeah, that gives you 47 left over, which is essentially three away from another full note. All right. So first I'm going to case the joint and see, you know, if uh, the hunters are in here. Hopefully they're not, but. Cool. Yeah. Go ahead and make me a sense check. Yeah. Maybe you should go in. Well, I guess you've already paid, so never mind. That's true. Uh, five of three. Five out of three. It is like filled with smoke in here from cigars uh, okay, and good. potentially some kind of magic. So even if they were in here, it's pretty hard to really find anything that's not obscured. Um, you guys fill up, uh, two booths very close to each other. Actually, no. Again, let's uh, hit the buffet. You, can, <laughs> you guys can actually all fit at one table. Okay. Um, big old booth. Go to the yeah. buffet, grab some grub. It's a pretty standard affair. Do they have chicken wings, or they definitely have a bunch of different smoked meats. Uh, it definitely seems like they have. Do they have pickles? They yeah. do not have pickles. What at the, the fuck kind of establishment is this? I want my money back. <laughs> Leaves. Do they have pudding that has whipped cream and cake in it? Uh, yeah, they absolutely. Uh, they don't have whipped cream, but they do have some sort of kind of like cream uh, material on top of the cake. <laughs> cream material on a strip club, dude. It's questionable. I'm gonna pass on that one. <laughs> I start eating it. I side-eye his pudding uncomfortably. So we're just gonna chill in the booth and maybe watch, you know, the stage. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, um, a jazz ensemble comes on, and there's, like, a burlesque show. Waitresses come around, and they'll clear your plates. It's You guys have a good time. You manage to hang out here for uh, a good while. Eventually, you a couple hours pass for you guys, you know, eat and drink your fill to your character's desires. You listen to some good music. Um, and eventually it comes time to get to the, uh, to get to, towards the boat. Okay, uh, gonna go out the way we came in, I guess. Cool. Yeah. yeah. As you're leaving, you hear a large crashing sound coming from the gates of town, which would be technically to your left and up. I'm gonna ignore it. Good thing we're getting on the boat. 
I mean, I'm gonna, I'll look in that direction to see if I can see anything, but. You're down, you guys are down okay. towards the bottom end of the hills, so like, unless you go up there, you're not gonna be no, able to I, see it. I'm not gonna go up there. We have a, we have a boat to catch. I can fly straight up if you, if you want me to get a, uh, a look on it. I feel like that would draw too much attention to us. Okay. I feel like we should just get on the boat as inconspicuously as possible. Yeah, I agree. Alright, let's go. It's not it's not really our concern what's going on up there. I'm with you on this. Cool. So, you guys head on down. You begin to sneak your way through the crowd and kind of push and sneak through, making sure everyone gets through as quick as possible. Um, you do eventually kind of accidentally push a fancy man a little bit because he's not moving fast enough uh and he just gives you and your group a weird look as you kind of like run a a little bit faster away as your presence is kind of given up so to speak but nothing bad seems to happen you guys make it down to the boat hell yeah Uh, yep and you uh once again uh, flash your tickets to the attendants from uh, the attendant from before, and she just kind of nods and she goes, "Oh, good. Um, the captain has been taking a look at your companion uh, as they were getting set up, just to make sure everything is all right. Uh, when you all are settled and boarded, he would like a word with you. But otherwise, do enjoy your journey, gentlemen and ladies." Nodding at the fucking huge Thank female you. orc who was terrifying. Who's traveling with you? Thank you. Um, I think if we can, I just want to head up and just make sure that the both of them are still okay. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. You guys uh, board the boat. Uh, Devin, can you make me a sense check? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I was going to say I'll go with him to check on them. But yeah, absolutely. This is as you're boarding the boat. Two, two out of three. Pass. Two out of three. Um, cool. Cool. You think you smell that similar scent of blood in the air uh, yeah. as you guys are boarding the boat. Well, I'm going to be on high alert then. You board the boat and you don't see any hunters uh, aboard the boat itself. That's good. You see the crewmen uh, or all the crew who are working. Uh, you guys see that the sails are raised. The anchors are being, you know, pulled up. The boat is being untied. Uh, it looks very well stocked. There's a lot more people on it now than there were before. And then you guys follow that pathway back down into the depths uh, of the ship where all of the hammocks and private rooms are. You head on back and you walk in to see Velis and you see a woman with long red hair standing over the bed. She wears a, a tri-cornered hat. That's blue with gold tips. She wears a blue, almost naval uniform with uh, patterns of waved uh, waves kind of like sewn into the silk. So it's like a dual colored of like a lighter blue and a darker blue to make this pattern on the coat. And it's rimmed with gold. Do I recognize it as anything? Uniform? Uh, you can make an intelligence check on it. Sure. That is a fail. Don't recognize it. It seems like it might be familiar, but you aren't a hundred percent sure. Does it does it kind of fall in line with what the other people on the boat are wearing? Uh, yes. However, it is much more. Uh, it is much fancier. Okay. I don't know that I would question it then. 
Uh, she turns to you. Uh, she is a uh, human. Ah, oh, gentlemen, I assume that this is your companion? Uh, yes. This... <laughs> y- yes. Uh, sorry, were you, were you checking on him? Were you touching him? Is, is he like passed out right now? Sorry. Yeah, he's asleep. Okay. Sorry, is he okay? I just, I just need to make sure. And I'm like, kind of anxi- anxiously trying to get past her to like, you know, do medic things to him. Uh, yeah, she doesn't block your way by any means. You kind of like push past her a little bit to get to him and you grab his hand. Well, I was coming to check to see, uh, to see that myself. Um, I haven't touched your friend or your patient, um, but I wanted to know if he was a liability for this journey. Well, he's, I won't lie to you, he's, he may have thrall, but for where we're going, it might not be a problem. All right. If we're on schedule anyway, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be an issue. All right. I will keep faith that your knowledge as a healer will prevail in this. Yes, uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to be rude, and like, I take my hand off of him, and like, I like, realize that I'm in a social situation finally, and I'm like, I'm like, uh, the name's Emmy, and I, I do like a kind of a little bit of a, like a bow sort of thing. Uh, she, uh, she crosses her hand over her chest and she bows down, uh, not deeply, but it's not like a, a low nod. Captain Dagmar. Wow, the captain. Pleasure to make your acquaintances, gentlemen. Yes, of course. Again, I just wanted to check to see if this would be a, as I said, liability. Um, I have to get the ship prepared to sail. I will see you all in a bit. Is is there anything we should expect on the journey? Sorry, I, I know you're busy, but any dangers or anything? Just out of concern for my friend here. I just want to make sure he's as undisturbed as possible. Of course, of course. Um, our crew is very well, uh, very well trained at handling the oceans. It's been a while since we've sailed at night, I won't lie to you, but that is our main concern. Uh, Ariane's army to the west has been attacking ships during the day, so given the nature of the cargo here, we have chosen to sail at night. Yes. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't lie, uh, there may be aquatic life that could attack the boat at night, but it the attacks aren't common. They're few and far between. But that's everything that I could think of. Well, thank you. <clears throat> and, like, I kind of just quickly turned back to my friends. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, like, turns and leaves, and she takes one last, like, long look at Velis as she closes the door behind her. You guys are now with him. He is sleeping. Flicker flies out from underneath the bed. Wow, she is scary. <laughs> She's kind of tall, yes. Um, hey, Flicker, did you notice, uh, did, did you do anything more than just look at him, or? No, she, she told the truth. Uh, seemed to be muttering some sort of prayer to herself, something I don't, I, I don't know, but that was about it. Alright, well. That's okay. Yeah, I didn't feel anything weird happen, so, I don't know. Well, thank you, Flicker. I appreciate it. Of course. All right. Um, so, uh, Mr. Rhubarb, uh, it seems yeah. we're about as safe as we can be with our friend here. 
I'd say so. Um, how'd you feel about walking through the ship this time? Was it okay? Looked, looked clear to me. All right. Um, I think at that point, I, I would at least move to, like, set up. If, if, if Velus looks generally in the same stable condition, I, I would move to, like, set up wherever our beds actually are. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so again, he was given a, he was given, like, a private quarters, given the fact that he was sick and you guys needed to, get him as comfortable as possible yeah the rest of you guys are just picking hammocks on the ship okay cool there's like a small little nightstand that's bolted onto the floor next to it there's areas where you can set up like a candle and have it hang from the actual like post above the bed all right beautiful how how long is this journey supposed to be um it should take you uh until morning is what you were told you should be able to get there fast you know, honestly, Rhubarb, I feel like I haven't slept at all on this whole journey. Hopefully we can actually sleep. Do you, yeah. Did you get a sense that these guys could really take care of us for this? I mean I mean I need to I need to get some shut eye, so I just gotta have faith that this crew knows what they're doing. I'm gonna try and find a hammock topside if I can. I'll stay down here with him, just in case something goes wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I, I'll try and get whatever hammock I can get that's generally as close as as close as reasonable, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's one fairly close. You cool. just kind of take the first one you see. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't that doesn't look previously chosen, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna talk to the other six people. Okay, sure. Ask them if where if they have a preference where they want to try and stay. They all, I mean, you you take a moment to kind of talk with everyone. The only one who seems to actually care is the Ungoloth who's traveling with you. Um, but he actually eventually just goes into a corner and makes a web for himself and sleeps in the web. Okay. Because yeah, Ungoloths aren't terrifying enough. Um, well, I'm going to try and find, is this like a multi-decked boat or what? Yeah. Uh, so there like is, a lot. there's, uh, the two floors of mm-hmm. cabins, like the floor you're on is all for passengers. Floor below is crew cabins. They have storage, uh, underneath that as well as ammunitions and like their cannons are down there. And then there's the top deck itself, captain's quarters and the, uh, you know, Wheel. I'm gonna, yeah, okay. I'm gonna try and find a hammock, um, that's on the highest, uh, deck as possible. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're on the, you're on the second, second deck. Okay. Yeah, and all, in all seriousness, only cause, uh, I, I really feel like at this point, uh, Emmy in the very least is just gonna be trusting of them and just really go to sleep. Like, just trust that they know what they're doing. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I have to sleep cause I stayed up all last night, so. Oh, same. (laughs) After traveling all that other time. You guys are exhausted. You pass right out with no issue. You feel, like, you guys feel the boat take off right as you are, like, lulled into sleep. Time passes. I'm gonna do one thing here. Can you guys make me vitality checks real quick? Sure. Uh, three of three blackjack. Tight. Two out of five. Two out of five. All right. Feeling okay. 
you guys get, uh, you guys begin to rest. You guys begin to sleep. If you have any wounds, you are able to heal them. That goes from your pool as well. Uh, yeah, I had just used one. Cool. Bag. That's it. Hey. I, was, I, actually, I actually didn't really have to use anything, so I'm actually okay. Awesome. With the blackjack, uh, Emmy, Yo. you feel uncomfortable. You wake up and you feel the urge to check on Velis. Uh, I get up. Oh, I, don't, I guess I don't have to say that in character voice, but yeah, I would, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna get up and, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move over to it. You go on in there and he is like sitting up in his bed. Uh, the boat is kind of rocking a little bit and he has like his head in his hands. Oh, is that you, brother? Yes, I, do you need the bucket? Can you bring me topside? I need air. Uh, okay. Um, and out, out of curiosity, uh, mm-hmm. as far as the thrall goes, is there any sort of symptom that I know of that, like, either I have experience with, either as a doctor or as just someone who's seen other people get it, that I, like, would be wary of? It comes and goes in different forms. Uh, depending on the source of the thrall and what the infection entails, uh, it could... Go down a number of different roads. Uh, a lot of the most common ones are like changes to someone's blood, uh, and changes to like their insides. So kind of like how you looked at his arm and you saw all those black veins and spots yeah. appearing on his skin. Uh, some other commonalities are madness and like loss of sanity. So like, Typically, the people who are, like, kookier and crazier are often viewed as succumb to the thrall. Stuff like that. Right. So anyone who's a fan of Carrot Top. All right. So I would yeah. take this guy. Yeah. I, if, if that's the case, then uh, I, w- I would take him up for, uh, to the top. I'd, like, throw his arm over my shoulder and, you know, give him the old carry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You pick him up. You help him on out. And you guys are topside in just a moment. Devin, if you want to wake up, uh, you can wake up as well. You have sufficiently rested. Yeah. Cool. I'll just wait for my body to wake up naturally. So. Yeah, cool. So you're still kind of taking a cat nap in your hammock. Emmy, you take uh, Velis topside, and as you do, uh, you see the faint glow of morning on the horizon. You also see a secondary light source in the sky coming from far away. Uh, you can make an intelligence check. Uh, seven of three fail. That's weird. That's not where the sun goes. That is weird. That's not where the sun goes. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it actually like? It, it's not bright enough to compete with the sun, or is it? No, but um, it's it is still extremely bright. It could rival the sun, but it's still not as bright as it. Hmm. Is that perhaps a flare, maybe, or a, a neato firework? Uh, eventually, it begins to move. Uh, it begins to circle around, and then that bright light comes back facing the boat again. Uh, I'll Whatever crew member is within earshot, hey, is, is this some sort of cool ocean thing? <laughs> Yeah, you could say that. Uh, that's the, uh, that's the lighthouse of the heartland. Oh. Yeah, I've heard of these. The houses with light is pretty impressive. Uh, you also, you 
instantaneously remember seeing the lighthouse on all of the money, and that is the lighthouse on all of the money. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think I would I turn my attention away from that and whatever whatever Velas is he like trying to go to like the, the side and get fresh air sort of situation as you're uh, like observing the lighthouse in the distance and chatting up the crew member uh you can feel that he's taking some deep breaths and uh he's just like basking in whatever light he can uh while he's taking in deep breaths uh i don't know if stethoscopes are even like a technology in this world but having traveled with him for a while what i i'd I'd imagine i'd have a sense of like an exhausted pant of his Mm -hmm. and I want to see, can I get like a sense of like, do his lungs sound different? Either, either from mucus or from physically changing on the inside? Yeah, uh, you can absolutely go ahead and make me a sense check on that. That is a three of four. Three of four. Yeah, uh, you definitely hear his lungs exerting like a massive amount of effort with these breaths. It, they definitely don't sound like normal. <clears throat> um, now he he obviously also has experience. I mean, I know he's more of a paladin, but he's like he's been around sick people, I'm assuming. Yeah, he's he's been in the army long enough where he's he's also seen sick people and tried to heal them. Velis, I, I don't want to alarm you, but uh, your lungs, your how how is your breathing? Is it is it too shallow? Is it too deep? What do you got? Ah, uh, it is it is shallow, my friend. It is it is not good. What, have you coughed anything up? Uh, mucus, blood, a- anything's useful to know. A bit of both is not. Uh, it's feel. It felt like mucus, but it was black and sticky and thick. Well, that's not good. Oh, you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you're taking a little catnap. I'm no doctor, but doesn't sound good. Oh, it doesn't sound very good, but the body is a way of getting rid of things that are toxic. Uh, tell me, friend, was there anything, uh, solid in it? That's, that's where the real concern may be. My blood seems to be clotting on its own. Oof. And that was the only hard bit inside. Oh, blood clots, it's, it's bad, but it, it, it could be worse. Alright. Alright, friend, I, I, we're almost there. Sun's almost upon us, and we only have, what, a couple more hours at the most? Something like that. Yes, I'm going, I'm going to, to rest, uh, next to the wall of the boats and, uh, enjoy the waves as they splash me. Of course. Um, and like, I think that I'm actually, uh, not as concerned as I should be, perhaps. Like, really putting in faith in, in the healing of this place. So maybe in a different situation. So like for whatever it's worth, uh, that is like not so much him trying to hide like an actual concern. And he's like kind of believing that he'll be okay. Absolutely. So he sits, uh, he sits down. You guys are up and about. Uh, what do you guys do? Hey, can we talk about that Ungalaw? Cause that's, that's fucking scary. <laughs> he just, he just made the web in the corner of a place he didn't own. Yeah, they're freaks. It'd be like if I just walk into a place, I go, don't worry. I brought my own bricks and mortar. It's fine. And I just built my own little room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, What can you do? I don't know. Maybe maybe when you get the 
the big rope coming out of your ass. You don't maybe just string it from ceiling to floor 15 times. That's all. Well, I wouldn't, but how close is the shore? Uh, it's still, uh, it's still a couple hours away. You, you like see it in the distance, but. I guess I'm gonna look for food. I don't know. Sure. Hungry. You head down to the crew quarters and they have, uh, they have food down there. They have like a, a big old pot and they're pouring some sort of soup-like material from it. But is it for the crew? <laughs> no, I mean like they're giving it out to everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take some soup then. Cool. Love soup. Fucking love soup. This like rotund old Jotun woman is like sitting next to this small like hearth and like, uh, you see another Jotun that's casting fire underneath it to, you know, stoke the flames and boil everything. And she just happily hands you a bowl full of, uh, it's like meat and potato stew. Uh, Yummy. you think that there might also be some fish in the stock? Seems like a lot of stuff thrown together. Delicious. And it's hearty and tasty. Yum. Yum yam. I'm gonna eat my stew. Can we get the, uh, is, are the other, like the people we're traveling with, are they all awake at this point? Yeah, they're all they're all awake. They're all moving about. Uh, you see a couple of them here. Uh, should we get a bowl for Velas? Honestly, we probably should. He just, I'll, I'll take it up to him. Then uh, right. I'll some hearty stew. It might make him feel better. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, if he keeps even a bite of it down, it's better than nothing. And uh, yeah, definitely going to go up and, and throw him a bowl. Yeah, for sure. I'll probably hang out up there uh, while he eats it, just to kind of get a gauge of his ability to take things down. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he's done, I'll I'll jump back down and try and talk to the people we're traveling with. Okay, sure. So you go on up. You help out. Uh, you help out your buddy Eaton. Uh, he keeps down a couple bites of it, and he keeps uh he keeps the food down. Hey. You see, when you come up and you sit down and help him eat the food and he keeps it down, you see that Flicker was sitting next to him. She was, like, trying to keep him in high spirits as he was, like, breathing heavy against the side of the deck. You see cold sweat now pouring down his face. You also notice that that blackness is definitely spreading. Do I, Am I seeing it, like, in the, like, collar? It's visibly on his neck. <sighs> Fuck. Velis. You've yeah, been around yes. for a while. You've seen the thrall before. How, how advanced do you feel like you are? I, I am trying with everything in my power to fight it. But I do feel it beginning to take hold, my friend. Well, we're only that, and I, like, I'm literally pointing at wherever the shoreline is. I'm like, we're literally only that far. You just have to hold on for that long. And look, you've got this new little friend, Flicker, so, she's so fun, little, wouldn't have met her if without this little journey. It's, there's so many positive things to look forward to. You just have to stay in high spirits, friend. Just don't, you're, don't. You're right. I, I will continue to hold. Here, here I go, my friend, holding on. Here we go. I'm assuming in past, I've tried, like, healing bursts and things on this and it like hasn't worked which is i th- I, th- I feel like it would be an actual like my character would feel like it was maybe not the best option you have definitely uh you have definitely healed him before uh 
whether it was intentional or not, whether it was before you knew about the injury or not, it doesn't seem to have changed anything. Okay. But yes, you have tried. <sighs> God damn. I'll kind of, I'll, I'll basically just give Flicker a look that, you know, the, uh, if he gets to the point where he can't stand up on his own, like mm-hmm. at all, then, then, then get me and I'll, I'll come be his crutch or whatever. For sure. Uh, he looks very content to just be here for the time being. Oh, of course. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give the man his peace and let him do his thing on his own. For sure. Uh, when I come back downstairs, uh, and I, I took his bowl with me and, um, yeah, Mr. Rubar, but he's not looking so hot. Um, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, he's advanced enough that he might not survive the rest of the journey. And uh, uh, I don't know. I just figured you should know. That sucks. Very kind word, friend. <laughs> Very kind word. So the rest of you, whoever, I don't know who else is at the table of our of our people. So maybe perhaps you can... Regale us with a tale uh, about, you know, why we bring you here and how you discovered your special... Can you give him more of those berries that help? I, the unfortunate thing is if it's if it's at his neck, it's already spread to his heart. And we don't want to get clotting in the heart because that's going to... Yeah. It's one thing to do it to just a localized area like the arm, but once you're in the heart, it's, it's too much. <sighs> Trust me, I wish... And of course we can't do a tourniquet around the neck. That would just be... No. Doesn't work like that. I don't suppose any of you with your special blood powers have a, um, I don't know, any knowledge or any experience or anything about this, do you? I can turn my blood to silver. Does that help? Really? Yeah. Probably not helpful, but kind uh, of neat. All right. All right. Um, I have seen this once before. Uh, there's this really, really fucking pale elvish girl with silver hair who speaks up. You know that she's part of the people that you are meant to protect, but she has been relatively silent up until this point. Please, um, anything. I've, I've seen the thrall take over bodies like this, uh, like this before. Um, Mostly when it happens, uh, it, it's a sign that they were exposed to some sort of beast genome or something of the like, and it is changing bits and pieces inside of his body as we speak. Uh, when, when I saw it happen, my people turned into beasts made of ice. Where were you when this happened? Did, do you know? Did he say? Uh, when it first started, he just told me it was a while back. I know that it became worse when we were in the woods just, just last night. Uh, the, the snake man, he was doing something, no? Exactly. Yes, he, he somehow advanced it. He like threw it forward or something. Hmm. I think that you should be with your friend. I would love Another bowl of stew. How about you? And like, he like completely tries to change the subject and does not want to admit that his friend is dying. And is like, I'm going to get another, a second serving for me. And he, he gets up and he, he just gets to just try to slam down another fucking bowl and just ignore what she said. Wow, that was good stew. 
it, it's the best best stew I ever had. And like yelling that from like the line of whoever's in line of the stew line. With that, I'm going to need you guys to make me some sense checks. I failed. Eight of three. Six of four. You guys seemingly hit either a wave or a bump, but the boat shakes violently. Uh, can you guys make me luck checks? Nine of two. Fail. Ten of three. You guys both get hit with soup. Ah! I guess I have to get another bowl. Can I do the, uh, can I do the Scooby-Doo, like, tongue, like, tongue wash my own face of the soup? (laughs) Yeah, like, there's a fucking, like, fish eyeball, like, stuck to your cheek, and you just, like, lick it, and it falls off and hits the ground. Um, Oh, I didn't get it in my mouth, that's too bad. Uh, if you want to make an agility check to get the fish eyeball in your mouth, go for it. Pass, three of six. You fucking nailed it, dude. This is your third eye. It's been unlocked. (laughs) This is true enlightenment. Uh, you guys quickly hear shouting and commotion coming from upstairs, and you see that Flicker has now flown downstairs looking for you. Uh, Flicker, sorry, I'm, I'm just about to eat another bowl. What's going on up there? I mean, I think maybe you should not. Uh, it's, it's Velis, um... His his arm, it's I don't it, it, his body. I don't I don't know, man. This is all this is all above me. It's all he's transforming or something. He's changing. Okay, let's run up there. Yeah, uh, just gonna announce it now. Not bringing the crossbow. Okay. Yeah, just just in case you want to know. That's how, fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, running up stairs to see how this man is. Um, as you get upstairs, you see Velis toppled over, uh, it, towards like the middle of the deck. You see that there is, uh, this black, thick, viscous blood, uh, emitting out of his arm as it begins to move and grow. His left arm is now like 10 feet long and muscly as all fuck. Uh, and you see veins of like magma that are, like, erupting through his bulbous arm. What? What's the crew? Like, the, are the crew, like, moving? There's a group that is now surrounding him. Uh, some of them have oars. Some of them have swords drawn. Uh, you see that the captain uh, pulls out a pistol. And she's she's far as fuck away, but she's, like, not ready to potentially take any chances here. Beeline. Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna try to position myself between all, all of the aggressors and him. Uh, specifically put myself between the captain and him, but like closer to him, you know, so that yeah. way I'm not. And, um, I'm gonna be like, uh, it, it looks bad, I know, but we're almost there. It, it's, it was so close, it, it's going to be saved. We just have to hold out a little bit longer. Uh, and you hear Velis trying to, like, speak up as he's, like, writhing in pain, and his body is continually changing. Like, you hear the sound of his own, his own bones breaking beneath his skin and reforming as his body begins to grow and form anew. Bro- brother, it... I th- I, it, might be, it might be too late. No, you it's should not- throw me over now before anything bad happens to the crew. You guys are too close. Do not worry about me at this point. 
Is this at all like what happened in the town? Uh, yeah, it like instantaneous like PTSD for both of you. Come on, not you, not you. We escaped this. This is behind us. You can't just have this happen to you now. And I'm like, you know, my back is to everyone else, and I'm like kind of ignoring whatever the fuck else is going on around us. Uh, you see that he rips his, he has like a circular, uh, gold chain with a coin on the end of it, uh, with like the symbol of a sun on it, and he like rips it off of his neck and he goes, This is my fault. I brought this upon us. My own hubris thought that I could handle this. And this is what I get. Take this. Remember me and remember this day, brother. I will not forget you. No, 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 no. And like, like super reluctantly, like taking it, like very, like the PTSD, like all that stuff combined. He's like, he's not doing what someone should be doing. Uh, Right. Yeah. Just more concerned with the death of his friend. And as he rips it off and takes it, his other arm begins to like change and grow and extend out to the point where it reaches you and like hits you in the chest. Um, his arm is like, his arm and chest begin to grow more hair on them. His horns begin to grow longer and you see your friend completely lose his humanity. Uh, if I got hit, I, I would honestly take that full hit and I don't, I don't know how powerful it was. So I don't, I don't know if I get thrown down to the ground or anything. Uh, you get pushed a little bit backwards, but you don't take wounds from it. Cause like he wasn't trying to injure you. He was trying to give you his necklace. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I definitely take that, and I'll pocket that. You see him, like, open his mouth, and, like, his jaw distends out, ripping the flesh from his face. His eyes begin to glow and burn like two molten suns, and you see tears of fire beginning to stream down his face and his throat as his last shred of humanity is gone. He looks almost vaguely horse-like as, like, his jaw becomes a snout with mangled, broken, sharp teeth. And he roars as his forearms are fully exposed. And this creature now stands above you, ten, ten and a half feet tall. Long arms that, like, slam down against the deck and are just as tall, like, just as tall as he is. And it roars there, and you see... Everyone kind of stunned for a moment. We are now in initiative. Uh, I, I'm i going to, honestly, I think anyone else would react before me. I think he's, uh, yeah. I mean, he's a bit too stunned here. You hear the sound of the pistol, like, ring through the air, uh, and you see a small bolt of fire emit out of this pistol and shoot towards the creature. Uh, the pistol does not reach. It does not hit him. <sighs> I... Spend one mag to activate lightning shot, and I'm just going to shoot at him in the head three times. Okay. 24. 17. Miss on the first. I rolled the same fucking thing again. 17. I rolled the same thing again. And on the third. Wow. This is a rough one. Uh, 26 this time. 30. Okay. So you will hit, uh, you hit on the last one. One wound and one plus one lightning wound, yeah. You shoot uh, a cluster of three arrows cloaked in lightning. The first two whiz between uh, his six arms. Um, 
I sorry, I forgot to mention he does have in it he does have an extra pair of arms now. He had four arms before. He does have six now. Uh the last pair is made entirely out of fire. Oh yeah, useful. Yeah, he he gone. Uh so shoot through his shoot through his arms twice and then the last one you hit him dead on you shoot him in the in like the cheek underneath the eyeball and he reels back as you see lightning course through his face and he roars out and he where are you positioned devin we're on top deck right you're on the top deck so i'm at the top of this i'm right near the stairs okay so you're basically like hiding behind the poles like the masts and you're shooting at him from across the deck the captain is behind you he's up uh up on the stairs i think honestly at this point um this is not at all how he normally would be but this being a, a kind of friend of his i think angrily i would I want to fly at him and try and charge him off. I, I know that he's stronger than me, but like, I'd like, he's just like scared and doesn't want to see this. So he just wants to try to push him as far back as possible. So since you're use since you're flying and, mm-hmm. uh, I will let you use your agility and add your static strength bonus to the roll to try and do this. 27. I mean, that's a lot closer than I was expecting. <laughs> that makes you feel any better. <laughs> I rolled three nines, a 10, and a one. Oh, I didn't add the two. So that's a 29. That's a 29. Uh, he yeah. still beats you. You push him back a little bit, but it's not off. Uh, as he's doing this, he's just screaming, you know? <sighs> he is going to try and punch you. Oh, yeah, that checks out. That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, you can try and dodge, or you can try and block. I choose whatever, or you can do whatever. I'm assuming dodge is an agility thing, and yep. block is a strength thing? Correct. Alright, yeah, I'll go with, I'll go with dodge. That's a 22. The first fist misses. 24. Second fist also misses. Nice. He tries, so like you see those two fire fists reach over the back over his chest and try and pound down and they start punching flaming holes into the deck below as they zig and zag by you. <sighs> Fuck. Um, alright. I want to fly away and try to fly up towards one of the masts and find any, actually I'm going to fly towards my shit and get I'm going to leave. I'm going to go downstairs to get my shit. I'm assuming that'll, <laughs> okay. that's going to take an amount of time. Yeah. I'm assuming. So. Uh, so it is going to be, uh, one action to get to the stairs, one action to go downstairs and grab your bag. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be your round. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Devin, you are out, correct? Yep. All right. So you see that the, at this point, the crewmen of the boat, uh, run up and they start slashing at his legs wildly, uh, as Emmy flies back down the stairs behind you. You see that he looks down and he roars and four tentacles come out of his mouth made out of fire and pick up the crewmen and begin strangling them. Uh, that is his round. She went, they're all grappled. So I'll say that it is top of the round with all your actions. Uh, well, uh, so my lightning lasts for two minutes. So each round is 30 seconds. seconds. So it lasts so for four still, rounds. So there's, yeah, there's still lightning. So I'm going to do the same thing. Just three arrows at him. 
he is going to try and block the first arrow or the first two arrows with his arms that aren't being used. 30. Uh, I'm at more than a 30. 41. That's more than 41. Uh, he blocks both of them. He does take, he does take, um, he does take the lightning wounds for those as he's blocking because they're magical. Okay. Okay. This one's gotta hit. And he tries to get out of the way of the last one as he mistakenly blocks the, the fucking arrows. 41 again. 35, 36. I also rolled a 41 with his armor. Jesus. Please roll a, please roll one die. An 8. I rolled a 12. Ugh, fucking A. Can't hit this guy. You see that he cracks the neck, uh, the necks of the fucking crew members and they drop. Yikes. Was that the end of your actions? Yeah, I'm done. I just shot three arrows. That's it. Alright, so I, I assume it takes me an action to, to get back with my stuff. Yep, you, uh, yeah, so you have two actions left when you get back upstairs. Um, this might add an action. While I'm downstairs, the, the pot of stew, is it big enough to fit over his head? Um, you know, I hadn't thought about exactly how big that pot was. Um, I'm gonna do an odds or evens roll. Uh, what do you want to be what? Uh, success on evens. Success on evens. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it is. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. I want to I want to grab that. Um and does it have a like a handle on it? Oh yeah. Got a All big right. old handle. So in my gear I have a 30 foot rope. Can I tie my rope to this thing? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, I don't know how many actions it takes to do all of the above things, but uh, I'll say that you have one action left when you get back up to the top deck with a fucking soup pot with a rope on it. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Um, all right. And then uh, the last thing is, um, is it big enough to cover his whole head or is it going to be like a hat? It will cover uh, it will cover his eyes. You don't think it'll cover the snout. Mm, all right. Uh, does this bitch got cannons on it? It does. All right. I'm going to try something ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I have to get someone's self to fire a cannon or not, but I want to try to put the soup bottle or the soup thing over the top of the cannon to shoot out the bottom to create a collar out of it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So you fucking finagle the soup pot onto the end of this cannon. Uh, <clears throat> can you go ahead and make me... It is a C-rank cannon, so roll me three die, please. 25. Yeah, you blast the ass out of this fucking <laughs> Hell and yeah. soup shoots all the way across <laughs> the deck. <laughs> Damn it! But... <laughs> At least we have a collar for this fucker. Uh, yeah. Uh, it still might be kind of hard to get it over top of his snout, so good luck. But hey. Absolutely. Gonna treat this guy like a dog, alright? If we're saving his life, we can't kill him. We gotta just restrain his ass. Uh, I assume that was all my actions. Yep, that was all of your actions. (laughs) Uh... The captain is, uh, the captain's gonna shoot at him again, uh, and this time the bolt that shoots out is blue. 
uh, you see her fucking hit this thing dead on in the center, and like a fucking hole emerges in its uh, in the center of its chest, uh, and you see more of that like molten magma blood begin to pour out onto the deck, melting the deck below, and it is like up against the edge. That is her action. She's out of action. She begins to move closer. So he, the monster's actions were breaking the necks of the crew, or that is correct. Yeah, so to top of the round again. Top of the round again. All right. Every every time you pierce him, he spills magma lava onto the floor. He's going to burn down the ship. We're in the water. We're fine. Oh, my God. Is there... So is he still holding on to live people, or are they all dead? Uh, they are all dead at this point. And is there anyone close to him? Uh, no, not at okay. this point. Then I'm going to spend another Magtu split shot. Okay, cool. I will say that people are now coming up from the crew quarters downstairs to help, uh, because four people was not the entire crew, but... 35. 31. So yeah, you hit. So he takes wounds equal to my mag rank, which is two, and then plus one lightning wound on top of that, I guess? Yeah, so he would take three three. total. And then for my next two, I'll just do regular lightning shots. So you fucking shoot him and you hit him dead on with the split shot. You get him once in the leg, which begins to cut him and he begins to bleed more uh, down onto the deck below. But he his movement looks a bit slowed. You hit him again in the arms as well and continue to pepper him with uh, pepper him with arrows and. He's going to do something different. So as you try and uh, shoot him once again, he roars out and you feel a sonic blast kind of fill the air. So he tries to stop the arrows with a roar is what happens. All right. I got to roll to 33. Uh, Yeah, you still hit. Your arrows are almost off course for a moment, but they manage to stay true enough where they pierce him again. 26. How do you do it? How do I? What do you mean? That's the killing blow. How do you do it? Oh, it's the killing blow? Shoot him in the eyeball. Okay. Right through the eye. You fucking shoot him straight through the eye as you continue to pepper him with shots. And you shoot him in the eye. Lightning crackles and blood begins to hit the deck below. And he stops moving for a moment and falls back off the bow of the ship. Yay! (laughs) Into the water. You see steam begin to pour out of the water itself as he hits the hits the ocean below. Uh, the wave hits over the deck and washes a good portion of the the fire out and the soups out, and then it is silent. Fuck! I I had the way to restrain him. Did you now? Uh, holding the soup like dangling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. That that's how you were going to restrain the four-armed magma monster, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, we tie it, maybe we kick him off the side and he dangles there for a while, but he'd be fine. He'd be fine. Okay. <laughs> Look at him. He would not be fine. He's already dead. We're Your go- friend is already dead. We're going to the, the island of like miracles. Like a, a, Your like- friend was already dead before I loosed the first arrow. He wasn't your friend anymore. We did what we had to do. We, we, I, d- I did not kill that man. He, he could have been saved. Yeah, 
He killed himself. I dropped the suit. Very, very upset. Well, don't have to waste soup over it. Well, the soup, the soup, the soup is gone. The soup is everywhere. Okay. Can no longer use the pot for soup. It's just, the whole soup plot is just ruined. The captain, uh, and the crew members quickly take their companions, um, and they also throw them, uh, they throw them overboard. They take their belongings, uh, and they kind of put them with the captain. Uh, seems to be some sort of weird ritual where they're giving the person back to the sea, but they're taking back what they can to kind of make a proper burial when they hit land. It's very organized and quick, but a lot of them are silent. Afterwards, the captain comes up to you as you guys are hitting the shore. Yes, that was, uh, that was my worry. Um, it could have been much worse, it seems. Well, it was bad enough. Yes. Um, I'm sorry that we couldn't make it in time for your friend. Same. We're sorry about your crew members. Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, they understand the risks that they sign up for when working with us, but... Never expect anything like this. Hate to see it. Yeah. He he understood too. So, I don't know. Maybe you should feel bad. Maybe you shouldn't. But he knew. I feel bad that your that that your friend died. Of course, but that's about where that ends. Well, thanks for the ride. Uh, I don't think our journey is quite over yet. Oh, I thought we were on shore. Well, uh, you guys are, are on shore, but she kind of, like, smirks when you say that, and, like, her crew is now repairing the ship. I have a feeling I may be seeing you all again soon. Look forward to it. And she sees you off. Yeah, okay. Um, can I, uh, can I go through, I, I mean, I probably would have done this before we were off the ship, but go through his belongings and, uh, check out the necklace that it gave me. Absolutely. So the necklace that he gives you, the front side is like pure platinum gold with a sun emblem. And the back end is platinum with a moon kind of indented into it. Um, he has different medicines, bandages, uh, and you see that he has an old family photo and that's about it. Okay. Did he, was it just, was it, Rhubarb, was it just the two of us who split up the money for this, or did he also have money as well that I just don't, didn't notice? He got money. He was given money, yeah. Yeah, so he also has five litra. Alright, you want to just split that up? Alright, fair enough. And uh, does the necklace, Chase uh, detect magic, uh, does it feel magical at all? Uh, yeah, you can, de- you can detect magic on it. That is a three of four, three or four. Uh, it definitely seems to have some sort of faint magical property to it. Um, it seems like it might be a, a holy symbol or a conductor, uh, that he may have used while healing or casting spells. Um, I would, I would wear it as he did. Of course. You, f- you fix the strap on it as you guys are walking up the, uh, up the beach and you see that a guide begins to bring you all through a series of caves as you are, uh, let off on the beach. As you walk through the caves, they're, like, cold, dark blue and, like, purple with the stone. It feels cold and damp in here. Um, you almost feel like you hear 
whispers and voices uh, throughout the cavern besides yours, but the journey is quick, albeit a bit uncomfortable. You are eventually brought up to a spiral staircase built into this stone pathway, and you are led up into the uh, the town uh, in the heartland, which is known as Shalgul. And as you all walk up, it is there that you see the man in white and red. <gasps> so you guys see uh, see who you assume is the the man you were came he- you came here to see and drop these people off to, the man known as Samadir Orinth, the leader of the Heartland, an old man with a wrinkle covered face, long pointy ears, and hair made of silken gold flows halfway down his back. He has long flowing robes and he has a necklace that is adorned with red and gold roses. And he looks over you all warmly, and that is where we will end it this week. Alright, if you're still listening at this point in the episode, I just want to say thank you for listening this week. If you like what you heard, spread the word. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell anyone who you think will be interested. Uh, if you want to check out more and see more from us, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Search for us at Warplords and Warplords Podcast, and we will pop right up. And if you want to play the game for yourself, try out the madness that is Warplords, you can do so at drivethroughrpg.com slash Warplords. We have a free demo version of the game available for you to try. Until next week, internet, make good choices. 